Stand by for a stop. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Out of the last couple. With Sky's stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Welcome back to the show. Almost 10 minutes past 10 on a Saturday morning. Where does the time go? You kick off at 6.30 and look up and say, wow, it's 10 past 10. That means it's time for Behind the Gates. Just quickly, what were Brodie Nixon's trial tips? Uh, well, one of them was Irish legend, but I think he came out. He's a scratching uh, Irish legend, uh, but certainly Lakeen later in the day was a trial horse for Brodie. So just um, just Lakeen uh, for Brodie's trial tips this morning's <laughs> Hurls is here. I'll say good morning to you for a start, Hurls. Really tough text here. Best wishes, Richard. I wish uh, I'll miss you on Saturdays. Cheers, Dave. <laughs> P.S. Wish it was Munsey leaving. Isn't that tough? Oh, That's a they, tough text. Hello, yeah. mate. Hello, mate. Last, What's uh, happening? Last morning. Yeah. I was thinking, well, I texted you yesterday to say how long you've been doing it for. And, well, they say when you're having fun, time goes quick. Couple of years. I, I thought it would have been maybe eighteen months. I started. I, I started when Andrew Bensley finished, yeah. of course, and it was just after a Scone Cup carnival. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it's coming up on. It would be four years in May if I was still here. So oh wow, yeah, yeah well, I'm sure I've been it. doing this spot for a long time. Maybe with, three um, years. No, I'm sure it's Benz. four years. Yeah. It's been a little while. Three, three. Steve saying three, Steve. Hmm. Mate, it's been time a, did fly. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Um, yeah, we'll talk about yeah. that later. Yeah. But um, mate, where are the beers? I was expecting a keg or something in here this morning. I know, surely. It, I know it's five pm somewhere in the world. Yeah. We'll just relax. Yeah. All right. Just relax. All right. No, no, there's a few coffees here. That's uh, that's all I know. That that gets us through the morning. Mm. Um, gee, I mean, it goes without saying, but a, a hell of a good betting meeting there today. Good, good horses everywhere and. We'll see what the see what the business is going to be like. Yeah, it's been pretty swift. I tell you what, what I'm noticing more and more, uh, particularly in the last six weeks or so, punters are just sitting there waiting for the markets to open up on Wednesday, and they go Wooshka, and they did that with a number of horses again on Wednesday. But yeah, fairly deep meeting. Um, yeah, our uh, our behind the gates is going to be interesting. Um, thought about that long and hard as I always do, but uh, anyway, we'll see. Is it true that I have my own bet type this morning? You have got your own bet type. And this is Russell, Russell Barry came up with the name. In fact, let's welcome in the guys uh, that are also with us for Behind the Gates. We we need them, otherwise we don't have a show. Uh, Brad Davidson will be in Sky Racing 1 all day. Dave, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, Hainsey. Good morning, Hurls. I echo what Hurls said there, Hainsey. Um, you're going to be sorely, sorely missed, mate. Um, done a fantastic job on the radio and obviously across STC for a number of years and had the pleasure to to work alongside you many, many times. And, um, yeah, mate, um, you're an absolute jet and will be sorely missed on the TV, but look forward to following the next venture. And, um, yeah, let's hope we can get the behind-the-gates multi-home one more week for all those knockers out there. What about the last two weeks? That covers the last two and a half week, uh, two and a half months. So for those that want to knock us, there you go. That's a nice divvy last week, too, $6.50. Yeah. Mm. And it's, I mean, it's, it's easy to say as we welcome in Darren Flandell. It's not, you know, never say it was sort of, was never in doubt, but uh, it was a pretty cushy old collect last week, Darren, and we'll try and do it again today. Good morning. Yes, good morning, uh, Richard. I look forward to your Hainsey's Hail Mary later on in the program as well and certainly echo the, the remarks on your great career with us as well, uh, Richard. It's been terrific working with you and uh, particularly in this program in, in recent times. We've had a lot of fun and I certainly wish you well in your next venture. Thank you, Darren. It's very, it is humbling. I mean, I yeah, sort of say before, you get to come to work and you get to sit here and, and uh, you know, talk about horses and 
you know, mm. we deal with trainers, we deal with participants, and it's just a pleasure. And um, I watched your game last night, and I was just wondering, <laughs> I wonder if you might organise a grand final ticket for us, Manly to West Tigers this year. Well, my people can certainly start to talk to your people, uh, Darren, but hey, never, stand, never stand in the way of enthusiasm, do we, with their football mm, sides? Yes. <laughs> well, you never know. Both, both squads looking reasonably okay. Uh, you, your team wins a trial, and it's like, how good did they go last night, etc., etc. Lose a trial, that's ah, only a trial. <laughs> that's right. It's a bit like that. All right, um, where do we start? Where do we start? Um, yeah, the question's coming through. Again, just uh, the text line, if you haven't played this game before, the text line's open now. To talk to Brad or, or Darren Hurls and myself, uh, 0419-767-272. So um, just working out where to go first here as far as the questions go, Hurls. Um, what about race? It's Snackers. No, Snackers. I think Snackers is texting already, okay. your man. We'll get to him. Uh, race 5. We might go to here. There's a question surrounding uh, Pierrossa. Let's go to the market. We, again, we bounce around, we know, but a market for race five at Rose Hill today, please. Hill. Is this a benchmark 78, 1400 metres? Very, very wide open. We've got $5 the field here. Deductions St. Bathans comes out 5 by 6, 3 by 2, so risque. 4 Valor, 7 by 7, 5 by 6, Gracilla Styler, and Bluff and Bluster, 1 cent. The win, 0. Uh, the place. Now, we'll just look at the trade from this morning. 480 to $5 super pursuit. Walingo Rufio uh, is a $5 chance in from 550 So joint favourites there. We've got 19 to 18 Navajo Peak. Uh, Starbread is 9 to 9.50. Kokora uh, opened up 550 this morning, back to 6. Uh, Tarjanid opened up at 6, hasn't budged. Always a good sign. 9.50 and 9 for Lindemand. Uh, 17 to 13, Fear Nought. And Pierosa, the one the uh, text came in on, or about, 19 to 21. And uh, just, um, I might might go with, with you for a start here, Brad. Pierosa, um, thoughts on Pierosa and uh, Watto, uh, one of his mates in the punish club there, they're on Kokoro in the same race here, Brad. Yeah, look, Pia Ross has a kick-off point for her. I think she's on a notes path, so I would suggest that um, she's going to get a long way back and just hit the line. I'd be shocked if she won, but that would be my sort of thought on her. Kokoro's a good chance. He's got all the favours first up and got the job done nicely. Um, he's got upside with the 56.5 on his back. I just land on the top of here, super pursued. I Took the $9 early. I thought that was a slice of overs, but uh, you get a 1,000 deductions in Sydney racing and absolutely does my head in. But uh, that's what happens when we have a 1,000 races for every horse to run in, and um, they nominate for 73 places and uh, obviously can only run in one. Um, but, uh, look, he um, he was good last time out at Rose Hill. It was a horror watch if you are on him that day. He should have clearly won the race. He just got shuffled right back and then made his run far too late but had some really strong late sectionals and... Uh, you can settle a little bit closer from the, the better draw today, the dry track suits, and she's got to run out a strong 1,400, but the format of that race has been terrific with the winner and the second horse both uh, winning since, um, both in city class as well. So form looks good. He's just got to carry the 61.5, but the senior rider on today, I'll go with Super Pursuit. Yeah, I'm with Super Pursuit as well. I've been, uh, I think I've been with him just about every time he's he's run here in Australia, so this is going to be the last roll of the dice. Um if he can't win today or, uh, or go really close, I'll have to, to reassess. 
Found this a tough race overall, so super pursuit on top. I do like the way that Star Beretta's going. There was no fluke about her win last time out. Very strong from back in the field. I think Tars needs trialed like she can go okay. I think Lindemann will get into a good spot. And, uh, and Kokoro uh, was a decent winner at the midweek at Kensington uh, last time out. Didn't find it an easy race. That's why I've come back to give Super Pursuit one last chance. In regards to Pierrossa, yeah, she's going to need further. This is 1,400 metres today. The way she trialled, she's going to need a lot further than this. This will be a good prep run towards her, uh, her Oaks mission. Rightio. OK, a bit of a take there on race number five. Lovely comment here from Changer. Out of Canberra. Is he one of your men, Changer? No. no. <laughs> morning, Changer. Morning, Richard. Sorry to hear you leaving. I, I absolutely froth on Saturday HQ, and, and, and your voice is the aphrodisiac for the day ahead. Love you long time. <laughs> Jeez, Changer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good on you. Good on you, Changer. I think I'll touch that one. Good. Who's this from Thailand? <laughs> I don't I know. Oh, he's from Canberra, apparently. Oh, okay. I'm not sure what part of Chiang Canberra. I know. <laughs> um, anyway, that's a, that's a lovely, lovely comment. Uh, Richie, given it's your last day, can we please talk about value, Brad, from you? Oh. Stop staring. Stop staring. That's not you, Brad, texting in, is it? I don't think it's no, your number. No, that's not me texting in. No. <laughs> uh, Hainsy, what's the go with letting the frenemy take over your spot? Marlowe belongs on a Friday, says Matt. Because I think Luke will be taking over this, uh, this chair, and uh, I wish Luke very well. It's, um, it's a lot of fun doing this show. Um, uh, and that leads us to uh, race number seven here, Hurls. Can I grab a, a Parramatta Cup market, please? Listed race, 1,900 metres. Our texters are after comments on a couple of runners here. One of those is a double figures. Okay, so King Frankel, they were keen to... I mentioned at the top of the show that uh, yeah, a number of punters just get involved very quickly. Well, that certainly was the case for King Frankel on Wednesday afternoon. Bits of uh, four figures came in thick and fast. It's $3 into two thirty this morning, so it's been quite a go. Uh, Banju, four forty to four eighty, dollars and they've found a lease of life. Uh, we've got seven fifty to $9 for Bonnie Ezra. Mohican Heights, nine fifty to 11 back to nine fifty. dollars uh, Youth Spirit went up 20 21 when the market first opened. It's 12 to 14 today. Uh, Irish Legend, that's a significant deduction, 17 by 14, and Aravine 2 by 1. Uh, but it's been very popular, has King Frankel, promising horse. I think um, Tim, Tim Clark, I thought, spoke uh, well about Youth Spirit when we uh, had Timmy on earlier as riding that horse. So, guys, um, Jordan, uh, Jordan Faz from Wingham says... Um, Good stuff on the two wins in a row, boys. We'll try and make a three today. Banju looks a huge chance for four in a row, now with Irish legend out. And there was a question there. Uh, oh, there's Snackers. Hey, lads, wondering hey. if Sacramento is a good each-way proposition today. Um, all the best to, in the new gig. Richard, does that mean Hurls gets elevated to captaincy? Look forward to seeing it at the Canberra Cup. I think... Uh, I think. Hang, hang on. Just ha- hold on one second, Hurls. Brad... And Darren, there'll be a vote, will there, or how's this going to work? If if, uh, if Hills gets captaincy, I'm I'm walking out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll run a pretty tight ship, I reckon. Oh, he's trying to sell himself now, well, Darren. He home, wants the I job. Do. <laughs> see my well, it's only a short hop down the road from St Ives as well on a Saturday morning. Yeah, that's right. An hour and a half walk. Did we work that out or oh, two apparently hours? Apparently, they were. They were. Some people were saying it was up to three. It was never going to oh, happen for- anyway. So. That's yeah. correct. Mm. Uh, Darren, 
Banju, good test for him. And uh, Snackers wants a little sneaky push for Sacramento. How do you see the Parramatta Cup? Now, in regards to Sacramento, I wasn't overly impressed with his first up run, but I'm not going to think too much about that. He does have a very good second up record. And uh, I do suspect being on the fence here today at uh, Rose Hill is going to be a pretty good plus. I think that bodes well for Sacramento's chances. Banju, <clears throat> I'm really not sure. This is, uh, this is really, really pushing the envelope now. He seemed to, he, he got the mile last time, but he was running on empty and he, he only had the 51 on his back, so he kept going. He's got 54, so it's not a, a massive jump in the weights. I'm just not convinced he's going to see the 1900 metres out. He's up against these professional staying types. So uh, I've gone here with King Frankel. For the record, I was really keen on Irish legends. So I was most disappointed when I saw the scratchings this morning. So I've got King Frankel on top. He showed his well-being with a very dominant win at the trials at Randwick. That was over 1,200 metres. And when he was pushed on, he just pulled right away from him. But I think you, Spirit, from, from Barrier 1 will be the big improver there with Clark sticking a solid, then Banjo and Sacramento. But I'm going King Frankel in the Parramatta Cup. Right. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I was actually um, an Irish legend fan. I thought he should have been favourite and was a bit disappointed to see him in the scratchings this morning. Um, look, I've gone back with Mohican Heights, who was a good second-up winner in Brisbane. I just thought I wanted to go looking for one at a bit of odds rather than be diving into the short odds about King Frankel. I understand that the stable are bullish and he won three from four last prep, but, gee, he beat, um, didn't beat a great deal and the, the win before a break... I, I could have run faster early than they were going there. He got the softest lead you'll ever see. He tried well, but his trial time was about four lengths slower than Irish Legends. So I think he's a little bit too skinny. Um, he can hide to me. I can see Sacramento running a good race. I thought his last 100 was particularly good the other day. Might just need one more and a little bit further. But if he can get to the front and dictate, it could be hard enough to beat. I'm against Banju. I was on him the other day, and I, I thought he was uh, plain, to be honest. Even though he won, I, I thought he should have put them away a lot easier with 51 on his back. So uh, I think uh, 1,900 and maybe end of prep for him, two major concerns for me. Uh, Brad, someone's texted in here, have a game of tennis for captaincy, Hurls. <laughs> well, I'm happy I, to do that. That'll be, that'll, that'll be You'll easy. never be captain? <laughs> well, he doesn't play anymore, so who knows? I've been busy. I've been busy. Uh, I know this number. I oh, know this phone number. This might be a correspondent in um, Western New South Wales. Is Hainsey off to start a career in state politics? He'd be a great member for Coogee. Huh. I agree. I, I, politics kind of interests me. I don't know. Don't you always get concerned if you went down the track of um, of politics that <coughs> you know, some skeletons in your closet might emerge? What are you, what are you, what well, are you suggesting? Well, I'll just say. <laughs> I'm squeaky clean. I don't know what he's talking about. Well, you love a Bucks night. So just stories like that. Stop implicating just, me. I'm, 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 I'm fine. I'm just saying. This might be the reason why I've never gone down there. I'm sure he'd be good in those <clears throat> those photo opportunities of lifting a pram or a stroller up the <laughs> stairs at a train station. Oh. <laughs> tell you what. Try and, lift a, try and lift a stroller with a kid that should be walking up those stairs. Could you know about it? <laughs> Do your back in. Yeah. <laughs> See, See you for nippers in the morning, everyone. Good. Uh, okay, uh, race 10. couple of questions. This is a good race to finish off today. Benchmark 94, 1,100 metres, and 
a couple of people on, on the text line there. Again, the text line 0419-767272. A couple of questions about horses here at pretty big odds, Hurls. The market for race 10. This is a really good, uh, strong benchmark 94, isn't it? We've got the favourite at $2.50. That is Midwest. Uh, it opened up this morning at a quote of two sixty four dollars $4 available when the market first opened. Easy single comes out, 6 by 6 the deduction. And I'm at $5, rock solid, as is Cotier. Uh, five fifty, no change. Nine to ten, back to nine fifty for quick tempo. Kiss some ten to twelve, back to eleven. Thirteen to fourteen, Maltai, and we go down to Forzani eighteen to sixteen. Just looking at the trade on the race and Midwest, the most popular in front of quick tempo, despite the fact it's a, a nine dollar fifty chance. I know you spoke to Anthony Cummings on Wednesday. Were you at the track here yeah, and? He was quite happy with Cotier. Or was yeah. it Dave? Or it might have been Dave Stanley had him on the wireless. Yeah, I spoke to him on Wednesday at the track, and I think he's um, he's thinking Coates had runs well. But the question uh, here, guys, I think we might go to Darren for a start here. But um, hey, boom time! See the party boys back today. Shelby sixty six. <laughs> Can you give us a party boy call, Damo from Orange? And hey, Dazza, I think that's you, Darren. Handle. We'll give him a fright today. Nash on top. No, he hasn't won for a while, but the planets align today. Has performed well in better fields than this from Daguru. So, what? I mean, forty-one dollars, Darren, about Shelby, and we heard from uh, Danny this morning. He couldn't yes. be happier. Couldn't be happier yes. with him. Mm. And I'm, also, uh, and handle the truth. It's funny you bring all this up because Danny Williams just uh, put a tweet out nine minutes ago and tagged me into it. The party boy is back. Is the heading. Now, what's his script here? Shelby 66, first up, and although ideally he prefers cut in the ground, he's going, well, he's going as well as ever we've ever had him at home and well-placed after the claim. So with Amy McLucas on today, he carries 58. Yeah, I'd be a little bit concerned about the, the dry track, and it's going to be very dry, unless we get thunderstorms late in the day, which is quite possible with the type of heat that we'll be experiencing in the West uh, today. Handle the truth. Oh, I kept looking at him, uh, trying to make a case for him. He did cruise along in his Canberra barrier trial, the only trial that he's had. I know that previous preparation, he, he didn't come up. He's, he's not getting any younger now, but I guess for the fact that Keith's been able to get Nash to ride him today, has got to be a positive sign, so he, he may well bounce back. Look, Kiss Sun was an interesting runner. Normally he trials uh, before he's, he's runs, and... Boy, he's a horse that's had a, a fair bit of bad luck along the way. He's a good horse, Kissam, but I can't see him striking over 1,100 metres. That looks too short. I've gone with Midwest in the last. I just think it's his race, really, leading and just being touched off by Maria Mia. He's pretty good form, considering she'll start odds on in the Millie, in the Millie Fox today. So uh, Midwest, I've made the, the best bet of the day. Those roughies figure with you anywhere, Brett. When I say roughies, they're nice horses, but they're double figures in a race like this. Yeah, look, um, Shelby, not for me. Um, I think he needs uh, heavy 10, personally, and um, probably needs racing. Um, I, know, I respect what the stables say, but the last few preparations, they, they, they've said he needs racing and generally comes good towards the, the middle of the prep, uh, to late prep for him. Um, handle the truth, definitely tried well and always runs well fresh, so he'll be hitting the line hard with the informed rider aboard. Um, but for me, I'm with Midwest as well. I, look, he split two subsequent winners last time out, um, the former Annie's been great. I like the little get fresh in run. Um, they're not over racing him. It seems to be really effective for him, the approach. And 
I think it's handlebars down to the front and very hard to catch Midwest in the last. So, yep, on top for me, clearly. Uh, text there. Hi, guys. Could you broadcast today's multi-cheers? We will, Hurls, uh, but you'll have to hang on for about another 15 minutes. We, and we've we got pro- two multis we, today. <laughs> two multis. We produced that multi. Just, just to give our listeners, if they haven't played before, how, how they can... How they can get to the behind the gates multi? Yeah, so uh, basically we've been doing this since the program started uh, mid-year last year and each of us uh, pick a horse to run in the top four and uh, Dicko and the traders at uh, Tab give us an inflated price and uh, yeah, it will be under sports and today's specials and then it'll be under uh, on the Tab app uh, racing and racing offers and it'll open in around about 15 minutes. Uh, just a message here to Ben Walker in Dubbo. Please put your phone down, mate. Is Haynes you leaving because Neighbours is back and they want to renew the Drew and Libby storyline? Oh. Be- Benny's got too much spare time in his hands. Oh, hello, Brad. Hello. Nice Brad Davidson's just yeah, on, out of the car and he's just sidled into the studio. Put those. They're called cans in the radio world. I tell you, on the way today, I saw a cracking boat. Gee, it was a beauty. Boat? WA Trophy is about six and a half metres. What are you talking about? Beautiful boat, just boat. drove past, yeah, outstanding. I was in the passenger seat today. Kel's doing the lovely driving, so Good I was able, able to admire the boat and keep on talking. Do you reckon if she drives, does she drive home or stay down here? What does she do? Because she, would she listen to the radio if she drives home or not? No, no, it's definitely on uh, Kiss FM. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get a, get a choice, but what well, like I love it a bit. But I tell you, like scares scares the daylights out of me every day. I'm just driving along. Next minute, there's a car in front. Of I'm like, babe, it's about fifty metres away. Yeah. Relax. Oh well, yeah. I suppose I'm a little bit late on the the break sometimes, but um, well, better late than never. I, I suppose. <laughs> but, uh, Very true. In that space. Oh, hey, Darren. Um, mm-hmm. There's a question here for you. Question for Darren. Come on, Cobber. Give us the old hello broadcast at Flemington. It is on song and to be a serious chance for a fifth win. Says Dan. Hello. Well, broadcast. I tell you what. The information's been a little bit light. I did check the email again this morning. Uh, boy, EJ doesn't spoil us with too much information. The last report is on Thursday. He completed his work today on the treadmill, followed by a swim, and he had a nice breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to be hard to beat on the weekend, or he, he's bright and well in his action. His action is good. I, I, I mean, personally, I think he's a he's a seventy-rated horse. He's in a benchmark eighty-four. I think we're aiming a little bit higher there, but the 1,200 metres definitely suits. I dare say he'll be closing off well. The booking of Jamie Carr is a big plus. Okay. Well, you're giving us more than the trainer by the sounds of things, Darren. <laughs> so, so thank you. Let's go to the, the market for race one. We get going today at Rose Hill today with a Tab Highway Hurls Class 3 over the 1,400 metres. Yeah, and this gets underway at uh, 20 past 12, so nice early start. We've got Super Extreme in another wide-open affair at $4.60. Makes a favourite. Opened up at that quote this morning. four sixty to four eighty Atmospheric Rock. $7 for Syrian Star. 8 to eight fifty for Sizzle Manizzle. Preemptory at nine fifty, no change this morning, and similar story there with Indicative. And then we've got Evocator fourteen to eleven. They were keen to get involved early here. Atmospheric Rock opened up at seven dollars, and Syrian Star uh, thirteen dollars on Wednesday. The deductions not all significant. Secretively two by one zero Rusos, uh, Rossley Crown three by three, two cents the win for Rhythm Boat Sir Silver Canvas Lady Tabloid two by one. As usual, tough way to start the. Pre- 
program. Uh, in terms of dollars held today, it is super extreme in front of Syrian Star. So, yeah, they've sustained that push for Syrian, or Syrian Star, rather. And also, Evocador, uh, some money there today. But you have to say Syrian Star's been best back. Text in from Paul from Milton, one of our good listeners down there in God's country. I've settled it down this race to atmospheric rock and preemptory. Two of Danny's horses just want to push either way for atmospheric rock and preemptory here. Darren, any thoughts on those runners and who do you like on the highway? Well, preemptory uh, was very, very stiff there last time, was just a checkered passage. It was one of those horrible, horrible watches. So when you're on it, and then you watch the replay a few times and it just made you feel sick. Um, but first race of the day, drawn the outside barrier. Where's he going to be? Uh, that's got to be a, a big concern uh, with with him there in the first preemptory. The the stable made atmospheric rock looks very very interesting. His trial was quite nice. He was running on quite well through the line. Just um, looking at Danny Williams. Uh, report there. He did suggest with atmospheric rock, it's drawn ideally and right up to winning this fresh. 1,400 metres first up, just a slight query. Uh, considering in his previous preparation, he won his maiden first up over 1,200 metres. I've gone with the inform horse, super extreme. He just continues to run well. He's gone really well for James McDonald. Uh, Dylan Gibbons can pick up where James has left off, just getting the, the two kilos off there to alleviate the penalty for the last success. I'll just go with the inform horse because he'll roll forward. He's proven in the past he can sit wide, do work, and it doesn't matter. He's just been a really good highway horse, so I'll stick with the, the form runner there. Super extreme from preemptory, who no doubt will be flashing home. Uh, good to see Zach Lloyd back in the saddle. Such a very, very talented apprentice, uh, Zach. But, boy, he'll have a job on his hands getting preemptory the right run today. Uh, then Atmospheric Rock and Indicative, who I thought would be up on the speed. Those are... I sort of had as the, the pacemakers of the race. I wasn't too keen on, but I'm going to be very guarded with these early races. You often see in these hot days on a dry track, up on speed and on the fence can be the place to be at Rose Hill. Yeah, I'm with Syrian Star. I, I think she sets up well here. Uh, luckless first up, probably should have won a, a decent highway and then went to Canterbury and um, and ran really well in a, in a stronger race than this. Hit the line well, I think. Uh, out to this trip, third up suits and... I know we're on a firm track today, but I actually like horses rail true um, at Rose Hill. We're generally uh, in the running line. You want them in the running line and, and just sort of just peeling off four, four or five, six wide in the straight. So I think that sets up perfectly for her. Atmospheric rock, if you want to push there, I think the push is the fact that he was a living, breathing moral at uh, Goulburn on Thursday on the home track and they scratched him there to run here. Um, so that's obviously suggesting that he's going really well because he would have won that race for fun and they've decided to come here for the, the better prize money, of course, and maybe to try to get his rating up a little bit more. Obviously, he wants to try to get in the uh, the country championships race down there and at the moment it's looking unlikely, but he might get a little bit more of a push-up in the ratings if he wins a highway versus a, Brad, do you rec- uh, a race at Brad, Goulburn. do you um, recall what distance that race was at Goulburn 12, that he scratched from? 1,200. 1,200. Yeah. Yeah. Right, OK. Rightio. Let's look at the highway. That's... Um Let's get on to a group two. Um, the Silver Slipper is race four, two-year-olds here, group two, 1,100 metres. Oh, King's Gambit here, Hurls. What's, uh, 
What's happening with this market? Well, it's two dollars fifteen. I think we've had two or three. Not that it's an odds-on pop today, but uh, we've had two or three very short price favourites go under in the two-year-olds in the last couple of weeks. Uh, and one of those was King Scambit going down at dollar uh, thirty last start after missing the start. Cylinders are four twenty to four forty chance now. Two thirty to two fifteen for King's Gambit. Fire Lane eleven to thirteen. Madeira Sunrise nine fifty to ten dollars. Eight fifty. No change for. Mumbai Muse, and then we've got Platinum Jubilee, uh, four sixty to five dollars. Couple of scratchings there, but uh, has not impacted the market because it's zero deduction. Um, looking at the trade on the race today, I can tell you, yeah, it's clearly King's Gambit. Um, yeah, holds about double the amount on cylinder, but I'll tell you what, I think a few punters might be a little bit uh, nervous with some of these short price uh, two year olds. Uh, Mick from Moree. G'day, boys. Want to hear the guys' thoughts on Sydney Race 4. Missed them this morning, so that's Mick from Moree. Mick, if you're listening, stay with us now. And um, uh, Budget says, Bye, Richard. Promise you, you will not be missed. What were Darren's <laughs> tips in Race 4? Lovely tribute to Dean Lester. He'll be sorely missed. Let me just come in there. I, I agree with the second part of that with Dean Lester, but fair income budget. The first part, you can you can leave that sort of nonsense out. Thank you very much. Right. Was it a, it wasn't a typo or? No, I don't think so. Okay. Good morning, budget. Yeah, I'll just take ordinary, this, ordinary. Yeah, that's I'll, okay. I'll just take this opportunity also, and I know everyone has, but I think it's uh, deserved as well. Um, yeah, the loss of Dean Lester, huge. I know, growing up and following the races for as long as I have, he's always been been the voice of Victorian racing. Uh, he was fantastic, always uh, on punters post mortem, his analysis and. I didn't know him personally. I had the privilege of being on air with him two or three times, but um, he was just one of those guys that that uh, when he talked, people listened, and uh, as I said, uh, the outpouring of emotion uh, since he, he passed uh, late last week that, um, yeah, he, he'd be sorely missed. Well said, Hills. I think, you know, it's, it's a mark to the man of how many people are talking about him and, yeah. and what impact he's had on people's lives. He wasn't just an, an outstanding judge and the best in Australia but he was just a wonderful man and one thing I loved about him was he stood up for punters and I don't think we have a voice in this industry and it really upsets me that we don't but he was one person who gave us a voice in the industry people trusted him people loved him punters had faith in him every week and they could put their faith in him because he had winners but he was just such a trustworthy person and um yeah it shocked me to my call reading that on the other night you know I heard him what a week ago say so he had three years hopefully and Mm. Out. It's just um, unfortunately another stark reminder of you know you've got to live your life because you just and he did you know, he loved his horses and and uh, yeah it's just very sad yeah any uh, any comments Darren on the on well, Dean it's so just, sad uh, yeah just a reflection uh, the, the way people have reacted uh, to his passing and uh, the common theme I'd never actually personally met Dean either but I feel like he's a part of the family uh, having grown up listening to him and. Just such a, uh, a, a popular identity. It's it's a sad loss, and it's it's very sad for his family that he, he's passed so quickly as well. As we were sort of under the impression that, and we know he was such a fighter uh, for so long. I think we just thought that he'd be with us for a little bit longer. Very very sad news and a lovely tribute had, put together a little earlier. He had so much like tough times, didn't he? Through you know, it's oh, yeah. bifida and everything, and and that's things you take for granted in life is. One thing my wife makes me do every night now is what we're grateful for. And every night I've got to say grateful for your health because if you're healthy, 
you know, that's something that so many people just haven't had over their life, particularly Dino. Like, you know, he's had to lie on his side for 18 months straight. He spina bifida. He's had issues the whole way through, and he never, you never even know about it because the bloke never said anything. As my mum always says, uh, your health is your wealth. Oh, 100%. Uh, it's, um, absolutely. Uh, okay, uh, Darren, this silver slipper, questions in about the favourite, someone here thinking cylinder runs a big race. How are you seeing it? Right. This is the race I'm looking forward to the most today. I can't wait to call it, but I don't want to bet on the race. It's too, too complicated. Um, I've gone with Cylinder. I ran into Darren Beedman yesterday in the shopping centre and we had a little chat and he sort of explained in great detail the drama that, that went on at Caulfield. I thought, my goodness, to, to break your jaw and lose your teeth in the gates and then still run a tr- tremendous second... His testament to um, the ability of this horse. I loved his trial. Apparently, Jay Max given it a glowing review uh, after his trial victory at, at Rose Hill the other day. King's Gambit could definitely bounce back. Will the heat today be an issue for King's Gambit? But the, the second to Red Resistance is certainly no shame. Those that watched the trials at Warwick Farm on Thursday would have seen Red Resistance scoot around in some of the fastest times you'll ever see in a barrier trial there. He was absolutely humming along. So he's proved that he's a serious horse. So King's Gambit chasing him to a length and a quarter. There's no shame in that whatsoever. Platinum Jubilee, I've got a tremendous amount of respect for. Her run in the Magic Millions was outstanding. Nothing really went right for her the entire race, and she still got up to run second behind Skirt the Law. She's given a good hit out of the trials leading up to this, so she'll be fully tuned. I've got a lot of respect for Mumbai Muse. She's going to be hitting the line really hard, but I suspect the 1,100 metres is too short for her to be a winning chance. And then I've got to work out where to put Madeira Sunrise uh, into the equation as well, and then Fire Lane, who actually beat Cylinder at Newcastle. I'm going with Cylinder because of the draw and, uh, and the rave review of James McDonald after the trial. But I, I'm, I love the race. Can't wait to call it, but I'm not betting in it. Too difficult. Okay, and I think you've just answered, Darren, the question there from Crackers there in Albury. Good day, Crackers. Uh, uh, th- any knock on Mumbai Muse, I suppose? Not, not really. She's... I- in there with just the, the great hope. Yeah, look, I thought she's a she's a danger. Um, I take what Darren said about the trip, probably looking for a little bit further. But I think the key with her is she can settle a lot closer here. She just had to get a long way back the other day, and if you break down the the Widden that day in the Canterbury, the Widden was running faster time. So I think she will run really well. Um, look, I'm left with him, King's Gambit. I don't know what to to do with him. Obviously, I thought he was going to walk in first up, and Red Resistance was simply outstanding. In hindsight, did he get his rating on debut against a very average bunch? I think that's fair to, to say. Um, but he still ran the time. I think they'll be aggressive early. He's got to be winning today if he's a golden slipper chance. And I just don't know when they start talking about heat getting to horses and things like that. Like, he didn't seem to parade that bad. I wonder if we're clutching at straws a little bit. Maybe he's not that good. But maybe it was the heat and got him. We'll find out today. So I've got, I've got to be honest, Brad. I uh, I watched that parade pretty closely that day as I was on Red Resistance. And I thought King's Gambit paraded a lot better than Red Resistance. Yeah. I was worried that he was the one starting to lose the plot. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? You do you do worry about that. Even, even last week with Don Corleone, he said they didn't sweat at all. And they were saying maybe that was the reason. But... Maybe they're just, you know, they just haven't been able to progress. I don't know. We'll find out today. I will say, Darren, and you tell me, you had a great view, but maturity-wise, Red Resistance is a big forward monster of a two-year-old where King's Gambit, nice horse, sort of crystal ball, six months is going to be even nicer. 
What about the trial of Red Resistance yesterday? Yeah. Was it yesterday or Thursday? Yeah, it was electric. It was uh, the, the times are just mm. sizzling. But, Darren, I just look at the physicalities of horses, that's all. And, um, mm. So, anyway. We'll... Yeah, look, I'm with him, King's Gambit. I think he can bounce back, but I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle. I'm on the fence with him now because I, I thought he was just a, a golden slipper top pick through and through and... He did SP at dollar twenty eight, so you've got to respect that too. But um, we guess he gets his chance to bounce back and prove it today. The behind the gates multi is about to open hurls. Can you please let our listeners know uh, of the horses we've gone with today? <laughs> Don't look at me like that. And the dividend that the tab have generously offered us. Yes, I, I certainly can. Let's start with the Hainsey's Hail Mary. Now, I spoke to the traders during the week. I said. Give him two horses to run top four, but they've got to be above $10. And you've gone with race seven, number seven, Raging Bull, and race 10, number five, Kiss Some. Both of them to run top four, $6. $6. So uh, maximum bet of $25. Plus, we've got the Behind the Gates multi. We've got race three, number three, The Poacher for Darren. Race six, number one, Electric Girl for myself. Race eight, number three, Aft Cabin for Hainsey. And race 10, number six, Midwest. So uh, that is just about to open. So get in quick. You'll find it under sports and today's offers. Racing and racing offers on your tab app. Wooshka. It is open. Be quick. Hey, Darren. Um, Brad mm-hmm. just Brad just with that Hazy's Hail Mary. Brad just gave me the, a look sure. that a look that says, "Stick to presenting, mate." <laughs> no, oh, look. I hope it gets up, but there are just two that I didn't find today. So because I'm like, oh, it's a moral there. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What is it? Twenty five dollars. Come on, Dicko. Six dollar um, dividend today. That's top that price. Four. No, that's locked in from last week. Top they four. Haven't updated the price. No, no. Yeah. Oh, I thought, come on. I thought, I'm going with the poacher here at $18. I thought, this has got to bump the dividend up for sure. Yeah, well, so we've got as a place. We, we have got Aft Hey, Cabin. what's our dividend for the Behind the Gates multi? $6. And what's mine? $1.25. Oh, sorry. $6. No, but I was $6 talking about Aft well. Yours is $6 as well. But there's only two. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Should know which, why I don't mind the one this week. I think the poacher run really well. I think electric girls are a lock for the four. I think half cabin, obviously, in Midwest, they both hopefully locks. And I think the poachers are really good roughy in that race. So I like it. I think we're um, hopefully, fingers crossed, three from three. Morning, Russell. He just texted me, half cabin, top four. Have a crack on your last day. Well, that's that's what that's what the the Hainsey Hail Mary is all about. So thank you, Russell. I'll be very conservative. Thank you, and uh, happy with half cabin. Darren if has you've to thrown that in. Uh, it's made at six dollars. Absolutely. But that's the thing. You got to play it smart, right? Because Darren's gone with a roughie, and and I looked last today, and I'm like, well, there's no point in me going for another. You know, fifteen to one pop because you're only getting nine. May as well. Like we've got one roughy there. Yeah, Let's anchor around that yeah, and then play three safer ones. And I think the it's o- a smart play. The idea is to land and collect. Yeah. Uh, I if I can if I can survive this first leg, we should be sweet. Yeah. I I don't think I've taken Electric Girl. I don't actually think Electric Girl will win today. But do I think it'll run top four? Absolutely. Mm. So that's the name of the game. I think Duff's tipped uh, tipped her on top. Uh, Darren has to get to the races, but I just want to. I would like to grab his thoughts on the Hobart Bill. Can we get a? 
You're not reading that text, Hurls. You are not reading that text that came through. Yeah, I, a, a market, I, I please. still need a paycheck each week. Um, Otherwise, I would. Race eight, the Hobartville. Darren has to jump on those beautiful Sydney toll roads shortly. Uh, but the Hobartville, please. There's a question coming in about one horse in particular. Okay, Af Cabin, all the rage. One fifty to $1.60 today. Ossipenko, $7, no change. Zoo Tiger, seven fifty to 7 Pierre, $11. Communist, oh, thought that was a really good run last start. 19 to 17. Match Latte is a $21 chance. In from 23, they went up 41 with it. And then we go to Broslin, $31 or better. Af Cabin, obviously, clearly the uh, best-backed runner, but... Do you forget about Ossipenko last start in let, some ways? Well, let me get to the questions, Hills, because we will cover off on here. Morning, boys. Aft Cabin needs to be on his game. Pierre is a very good horse, and trainer had this, this race in his sights since last run. No trials must be going okay. $2.30 the place is value. And also, morning, gents. Kieran from Canberra. Do we think Pierre is well over the odds today? Can he cause a boil over? Speaking of odds, what are the, what are the chances Brad falls off the wagon today and gets on the beers with Richard? <laughs> Oh, Brad. Well, I said I, hold that thought, Brad. Get on hold, the that, hold that thought. <laughs> hold that thought because Darren needs to get to the races. Mm. What are you doing in the Hobartville, Darren? I, I'm not opposing Arf Cabin. He, I think he's got the locals well and truly covered uh, from the first up assignment. Uh, I do believe Ossipenko will finish closer. I think Zoo Tiger may well finish closer. But I put the New Zealander in for second uh, pier. Uh, out of respect, uh, that was a, a huge run in defeat. Uh, first up there, was badly held up for the most part of the straight. He profiles really well. I think he's certainly worth a small bet at the price. Uh, Pierre, I'll be going one out after Cabin, of course, in Quaddies and the big six today, but I'll be having a little saver on Pierre because I think uh, Aft Cabin's got the others covered as far as this is concerned, and then it should be onwards and upwards towards the uh, the Ramwick Guineas on the March 4. So I'll hit the road. Um, I'm just going to, you know, Gary, down at Stable Talk, yeah. After much persuasion, the beef rolls are back. Why were they even off the menu in the first place? Oh, they've been off for, for quite some time, but uh, the mayor yeah. of Kensington gave it a try the other day and he gave it an eight and a half out of ten. I said, what does Gary need to do to get a ten? He goes, make the gravy hotter. Is, yeah. is the mayor the uh, gentleman that was texting me from Gav's phone last Sunday? That was the said gentleman. Mm. A, b- a, a beef roll with... With gravy, it's unbeatable. It's awfully hard to beat. Mm. Thank you, Darren. Safe, tra- yeah. safe driving and good calling. We'll see you at the races soon. Cheers. Thanks, Darren guys. Flind- good putting today. Good man, Darren Flindell. He's on his way to the races to call all the action there at Rose Hill Gardens. Um, the Hobartville, Brad, what are you thinking? Yeah, look, I can't go past him after Kevin. He was just too good, wasn't he, the other day? I know J-Mac off and uh, wide gate, but Timmy Clark will do a good job. But he just needs to... Find a, I don't know what they do, whether they roll forward or they just try to find a bit of cover. But, look, he just travelled too sweetly and, and meets a basically the, the same field, including, obviously, the New Zealander and a few other bits and bobs. So uh, he's clearly the one. I think Ozapenko's the improver. He missed a jump the other day and got too far back. And Zoo Tiger's there as well. But, um, yep, clearly on top for me, just on that, the, the mention of tolls. Doesn't it just make you shudder? I mean, seriously. How how annoying sure are they? I mean, morning, tolls and paying for parking. Like, what do we pay taxes well, for? Well, you don't do either. You come straight down. You don't touch a toll from, when I from go your through place. Sydney, I do. And you get free yeah. parking here. But when I go through Sydney, I do. I went Catch the other train. night. It cost me 30 bucks to go have dinner with friends. Like, fair income. It's just Catch a, a train. What do we pay I did taxes for 10 for? months. I miss it. What do we pay taxes for? Like, I'm you go, the, you go I'm, beep, 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 beep. I'm oh, there's the, another 20 bucks going. I'll get the bus from Coogee to George Street now. Beautiful. Or the light rail. Mate, you'll enjoy it. Yeah, get oh, the light rail. No, I'm, but 
Mate, it's better than driving. Mm. I know. I well, driving. I think um, we live in it. We live in a great city in Sydney. We live in a dear city, oh. so you got to have what? to save a bit of coin everywhere you can. Where you can, so don't you? Like, I hate yeah. driving. I don't think the RTA likes. I don't mind driving. driving. I just there, hate the beep beep every time you, you oh, go geez. to one road to another in Sydney. It's an absolute. Turn the joke. radio up or something. Fair dinkum. Brad, we're, we're an international. <laughs> I am stingy though. We're an international. <laughs> very we're an international tight. city. Yeah, and we have to have international. Have to be up to speed with other other cities in the world, and unfortunately, that means tolls are a uh, a part of it. So, um, where can I find an order of entry for the Golden Slipper? Uh, like to know where Summer Loving sits. So do I. Is it on? Oh, I like her. Is it on Riser or is it? In... Uh, I'll have a look. Oh, I can't get receipts. Sites like uh, like your. Your race nets can have it, and uh, mm. and those kinds of places. We'll chase that up for you with a uh, an actual order of entry. Like the ATC, their website can sometimes have a. Yes, they do uh, it. Say, they do it yeah. a bit closer. They'll probably start doing it the next week or two. But um, yeah, it's a bit tricky four weeks out. It, it seems to really take off the last couple of weeks. It does. Uh, let's go to race number nine if we can. Hurls. This is a race. The Shandon Handicap Benchmark Hundred. At the 1,400 metres, gee whiz, crosstalk, $2 now, is that right? Yeah, that's right. Um, went up $3 on Wednesday afternoon. Another horse, they were backing immediately. It's $2 this morning and remains at that quote. Uh, Roots comes out. It's an interesting run of Roots. Um, and 11 by 11, the deduction. Uh, yeah, crosstalk, $2 this morning, no change. We then go down to Lakeen. It's a $6.50 chance. Uh, Bullfinch, sorry, it's at $6, so it's second favourite, no change. $8 Cuban Royale. And then we go to Wellwell at a $13 chance. Crosstalk, first up, expected to get the job done. $2 interest you, Brad? No, it doesn't. But, look, he, he just gets the soft lead, doesn't he? And that's the key. He's going to roll along. He's a bit of a wet tracker, though. There's no doubt in my mind about that. Um, he, he can get beaten at short prices, as we've seen in the past, on dry ground as well. So, look, he probably gets the soft lead. I understand the move there, but I, I struggle to get him under $3. So, um, for me, I've got to take him on. I thought Lakeen, if he could just park off the back there, can sprint really well fresh, dry track suits. So, uh, I think Cuban Royale's flying. I think Bullfinch sets up okay here, back in, uh, up in grey, but down in weight and little fresh in between runs. I, I thought there were a few options here, so I've got to be against him, the the, the favourite. Conceding though that they're hard to ta- they are hard to take on those horses because he's just going to jog trot out in front and sprint home the last four hundred. It's quite a good race, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's a good little race. I just wish there was like... a bit more speed in it to take on the likes of Cross Talk, but. Um, I suppose that's what you get when you make your own luck up on speed. You're going to get races like this where you get a picnic in front. Can character run a cheeky race? Uh, yeah, not hopeless. Probably needs a little bit further maybe and in, into the prep, but um, I guess the speed map again, a little bit of a query. Uh, have we done race three hills? I don't think we have. Uh, the ACY Securities benchmark 78, 1100 minutes. We'll have, uh, we'll have Brad for another five minutes or so, so we might do another another couple of races here. Race three hurls. What's our market saying here? Yeah, economics, another one. They were keen to get uh, involved on Wednesday afternoon. It's now a $2.90 chance. Uh, Away from it, we've got Insurrection at three fifty. Paracel's been uh, really well tried. Now, most of the money for economics went on prior to today. This morning, it's been about Paracel, then economics, and then insur- Insurrection, and also the Poacher. Uh, we've written some bets on the Poacher today. Darren will be, uh, be pleased to hear that. Uh, so, interesting betting race. 
Who are you tipping here, Brad? Um, tipping um, Insurrection. I thought he was hard to beat here. I thought his first up run was terrific as a gelding. Uh, he's beaten economics before. I love the fact that a fair bit of the speed came out of the race this morning. Straight to the front, hopefully, and just keep on improving. He strength through the line the other day. I think his late sectionals were some of the best of the day. Stronger than Paracel on the day, who got a softer lead. I know she's got 50 here, but I thought she was better suited when there was about seven leaders and uh, she could just park off the back of them. But a few of them have come out. So, Insurrection, pretty keen. I think Paracel will run well. Economics has got to run well, but I think he's too short. Um, you know, he did win track and distance first up last prep, but a much weaker race, a little bit of a tricky draw. I think it's all about insurrection. Pretty keen on his chances. Uh, a market hurls for race six. We haven't had to talk about the Millie Fox yet. I'm pretty sure Darren's tipping Pervitra here at $11. But where, what are we doing with Maria Mia at the moment? Yeah, it's into a dollar ninety. Look, I know she's flying, but yeah, I don't necessarily think she's over the line here. Uh, it's into a dollar ninety, and I'm about to go and. Get very annoyed. Uh, my computer doesn't start playing ball, uh, so luckily we can just You've switch up to there. the tab app. Uh, I have frozen up. We've got. Uh, I've got the market here yeah, for you. Electric girls on the next line. That's okay. Uh, Electric girl is on the next line at seven dollars. Always here to help chance. you, mate. No matter thanks, what. Thanks, mate. Thanks. Uh, Catalan then roots uh, expat at eight dollars fifty. Now, in terms of what's been happening this morning, I can tell you that uh, yeah, one ninety did peak at two dollars. Now one ninety. Again for Maria Mia. Catalan seven fifty to eight fifty back to seven fifty. Eight dollars into seven fifty electric girl. Then we've got Roots eight dollars uh, X pack also at eight dollars. And Pavitra eleven to twelve back to eleven dollars. So you take out the fact that it's dollar ninety for Maria Mia. It's a tough race. As I said, I've taken Electric Girl in the multi back on top of the ground. I know she hasn't won for a while, but uh, I think she'll run top four. What price do you have, Maria Mia? Dollar ninety. Yeah, it's too good. Three, I think so, but she's got to do it at 1300 But, I mean, the the time she's been running and the, the, the sectionals and whatnot, she's extremely hard to beat. Gets outside lead here, outside expat, and is able to dictate to some degree from there and does look hard to beat. I thought there were two dangers. Uh, Electric Girl's one of them and Catalan's the other one. Catalan's your, your dry track, fresh, ready to go, best runs first up. She's the one ready to rumble. Electric Girl... Builds into the prep, but she's got a bit of class on her side as well. Roots, I'm against. I don't think she's quite at this level. And expat at $8.50 uh, probably needed uh, about 100 mil of rain, I would imagine. But uh, I have to leave her out there at that price. Done the Gosford form, Brad? I have done a bit, uh, yes. Our Kobe's son there, our man. Yes, to close to immoral. Uh, you cannot say close to immoral. You can say moral. Race three, number Good three horse. there. Good horse. Race three, number three there. Is what? Which uh, one's that? Good money for. <laughs> Where's three, our Kobe son? Gosford's a good mate today. A lot of shorties though, but um, let's have a look. Yeah, our Kobe son. The, the win was outstanding. Oh, Pico Rocks. Debut. Was it? Pico Rocks. Nah, it's one race I haven't done. I've done about four of the oh. the eight there today. But um, no, our Kobe son, the time was simply sensational on debut. I think he would have gone very close in the midway last week, and he finds a... Very winnable race. He's at a short price, but uh, not a bad one for multis today. How's that? How are the, the multis looking there? Hurls? Uh, any, uh, uh, do punters need to... Yeah, have, they, have, they, have they left the Hangies Hail Mary alone and gone for the Behind the Gates multi? <laughs> no, no. Oh, well, the, the Behind the Gates multi has been more popular, I can't lie to you. Uh, you've probably <laughs> got a couple more minutes uh, left for the Behind the Gates multi. As far as yours is concerned, let's see how many tickets? Zero we've interest. <laughs> no, nah, we've written. 
Oh, probably 500 tickets. Good there luck you to go. you. Good luck. There Good luck. Go. Uh, the power of radio. We, uh, what do we, um, without, don't have to go through the market here, Hurls, it's an open market, but um, a thought in the midway. It's about the only race we haven't covered off on here, Brad. So yeah, I thought it was. Race two is your midway. Any, any firm view? No, definitely not. I thought it was eight, nine chances. I went with uh, Miracle Spin, but not with not with a great deal of confidence. I thought Kybosh improves. New Republic hits the line hard. True Crime's there. But you go right through. Cheerful Legend's a chance. Um, and there's, you know, Lavoie can run a race at odds. State of America. There's, there's, yeah, there's. you can make a case for most of those, to be honest. Very tough midway this week, I thought. Nature Strip today. Yeah, it's a Vulnerable. fascinating runner. I don't know what to do. It's uh, either two dollars you're getting now. I know, and it's it's like if if he's just anywhere, if he's still going okay, it's just mm. two dollars is an absolute steal. But it's there's that little query about him being disappointing towards the end of the spring, and he's getting on in years and and whatnot. And gate one is the worst gate you could have down the straight by a country it, mile. I think minus thirty seven percent profit on turnover gate one down the straight at twelve hundred oh, thousand. Sorry, so. I've spoken to just about everyone I've spoken to about the racing this weekend. Everyone has pretty much said the same thing yeah. and I'm the same. So if the traders agree, you might even get better than $2. Oh, you might. They might take really him really vulnerable. Yeah, I mean, if he gets to 230 240 I think I've got to chime in because mm. it's just such a... Like, you look at his ratings in the last three years, he has... Oh, about 14 ratings that are just simply better than this lot of horses. Um, it's just a case of if he's how he's going. Biggest threat, Kulangata or uh, Buenos Notches? Well, that's the thing. Marabi's first up off a, a long break, so I, I think she, you know, the best horse, second best horse, but that's the query. Um, I think Buenos Notches is a little bit overrated, personally. <laughs> Um, like he's run second to Giga Kick, and then Giga Kick's gone five lengths better than Everest, and everyone's trying to draw those comparisons. I, I don't think it's Third quite there. Secret. Yeah, I just yeah, but again, you know, like you look at that Coolmore, and there were three or four horses right in the market that just went too bad to be true. Beat Spacewalk. Yeah, but Spacewalk Nature Strip. I mean, it's a bit yeah, of a, we're, we're talking yeah. different kettles mm. of fish here, but um, yeah, he's a he, he, not not the worst, but um. Yeah, look, it's all about the strip. If he if he turns up and he's back, then uh, yeah, look out. He's the be- he's been the best horse in Australia comfortably for the last two years. I just text uh, Munz, Dave's text before PS, wishing it was uh, it was Munzy leaving, and I sent I sent that to Glenn, and Glenn came back with at least he spelt my name right. Kudos for that. Um, oh, there's one here for you, Brad. I don't know how I missed this one. Davo could win for Australia. See you. Rich Cheers Newman. That's tough. Yeah, I could definitely win for Australia. I'm happy to Done do that. Done a good job of this <laughs> morning. Where are they, how, do you, how do you qualify for, uh, well, for the Australian gotta, team? you just got to take a stand, don't you? <laughs> and I'm more than happy to do that. <laughs> I got caught a king dribbler last week. No comment. No comment. One of you blokes got a burner, burner phone or something. Um, oh, there's one here for the podcast for you, Brad, whenever this whether that happens. It was... Um, Oh, or is it to do with uh, working out how a track could be oh, um, a leader's track leader's or a backmarker's track, that, track and uh, that kind of thing? A couple of things. I mean, good question. One is obviously conditions. So generally a lot of wet tracks play a little bit off the, the fence into the middle. Um, some, not all, some play fencing run as well. But it's more to do with rail placement. So a lot of the time, you know, the rail goes out. Say the rail goes out six metres at Rose Hill, you just want to be on the fence. Um Ditto Ramwick six meter rail rail true Ramwick. You want nothing to do with the fence. Um, you just want to be out wide. So 
it all depends on the rail placement a lot of the times. Yes, there is that thing of firm tracks. It is harder to make ground as well because horses can only go so far. So if you're on good tracks, harder to make ground. But generally speaking, rail true at most racetracks are very fair. But then you start moving that rail out and that's when it becomes a lot more either fencing run and taking that or, or leaderish. Very Just took 7000 at at $1.22 on Nature Strip, the place. Ooh. Mark says young legs can beat Nature Strip. We yeah, know it's an interesting afternoon. one, the place, because he either wins or he, he's disappointing, you know? So uh, it's, know. A, it's yeah, a tricky I, one, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah I, know, I know exactly what you mean. Mm. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Uh, four past 11, we have a debordally quiz to get through. Enjoy your day on Sky One, Brad, and we'll see you around the traps. Good on you, Hainsey. All Thanks, the best mate. for the next chapter, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure, and uh, we'll keep the whinging going on your behalf <laughs> for many, many years to come. I'd like to be part of it and get you going and just yeah. – and just, Fuel that whinging fire of yours. Feel free to uh, to still text in, Rich. Yeah, we might have to when someone's away. We might have to get uh, Richie's multi selection just yeah, to keep not? it keep involved. Maybe to fill in now and again to help you guys. Yeah, out, still part know? of the organisation. Absolutely, Definitely. under the uh, the Tab Corp umbrella. Just uh, moving to a different part. Thank you, Hurls. Mate, thank you. Absolute pleasure. Thanks, I know mate. when I first I've been with um, Tab Corp for about ten years. I did about six years in my twenties, but uh, I've had a number of roles. And when we first, when I first came over to Sky, we had to nominate a uh, a mentor. And Hainsey, I'll come straight to you. Uh, don't think we ever got round to talking about much. No, that's a joke. <laughs> but, um, mate, you've been you're very popular with listeners, and that's because you're the ultimate professional. You enjoy your work, and uh, mate, best of luck uh, with the new role. I'm sure you'll you'll excel. Thank you. It's kind of surreal living here. It's been mm. a big part of my life for a long time doing this presenting thing, but yeah, time time might just be right for a new new little challenge. So yeah, looking forward to there's it. There's only Thank one you thing. Guys. There's only one thing left as well, Ainsy. That uh, captain's armband. I think's got to go to hills, unfortunately, <laughs> by the sound of the text line. Everyone wants Snack- hills, so yes. on we go. He's all right. Snackers wants me we'll to, give it to take him. over. Get on, you give it to him. Thank uh, you. Brad. Also, just quickly, uh, we've got was up from Chipping Norton, starting with his Illawarra. Uh, type stuff. I refuse to call St George. Uh, St George, the Illawarra. Uh, you are on notice, was I? I'm not going to put up with that for the remainder of the season. Jockeys challenges around the place yep. that uh, the punters might like to be involved with. Tim Clark was on uh, at about twenty to eight and has a. Well, does he have six points with Maria Mia and half cabin? The, the market says he does. But... Yeah, well, that's uh, yeah, that's one way to look at it. Um, I'll just say that races one to six today at Rose Hill, Flemington, and Eagle Farm. Your horse runs second or third. You get a bonus bet back up to fifty dollars. It applies for your first uh, win bet uh, using your tab account. Tim Clark is the favourite. A dollar thirty-five, nine dollars. Jason Collett, ten dollars. Tyler Schiller, uh, fifteen. Any other jockey option? Karen McAvoy and. Uh, and also Zach Lloyd at 17, 21 Nashville Willer and Brenton Avdullah at $26. Thank you, mate. All right, Very buddy. good. Behind the Gates will be on again next Saturday morning at around about 10 past 10 or uh, just depends when uh, they do get there. Luke Marlowe, I believe, will be taking over um, uh, from next Saturday and he'll bring you the Behind the Gates morning and everything else in between.